0: I hear you, man. It's a few minutes past eight o'clock in Chicago. Uh, It's uh, October the 18th. This is show number 11. This is transmit. And here we go. Let's get it off the ground. Yeah, hey everybody, this is uh, this is Gamo, your host. Uh, you've made it to another uh, episode uh, of Transmit. Here we are, show number 11. Show number 11, who would have thought? Here we are. Uh, we are coming to you uh, live from Chicago, Illinois this evening. And uh, in case I have forgot to mention, it's uh, October the 18th. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is show number 11. Uh, on the phone with me tonight, uh, somewhere uh, safe, warm, and sunny, uh, we have uh, Ice in the background somewhere. Ice, you there?
1: Yeah, what up, what up, what up? How are you doing? <laughs> What's going on, man?
0: That's shit, man. I know the uh, uh, cubs, cubs are losing. That's all I
1: know. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. I, you know, I, was, I, was, I just got in, and, uh, you know, I, yeah, uh, swung by the little uh the little uh corner bodega and uh you know I, I like you know uh, you, I thought the uh the clerk was going to kill me man for walking in and making a purchase but uh you know I was just like oh shit you know I, for, I forgot the Cubs played yesterday I've been so medicated uh lately so uh how, how's things how's things going down there man uh, how's the weather where you're at
1: Uh weather's been fantastic I think you know like most places uh, right around now, you get a little seasonal uh, rains and uh, temperatures kind of dipping a little bit. But uh, for the most part, it's quite beautiful. Nothing to complain about where I'm at, I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, you know, I can kind of agree here. You know, the weather here has been, uh, uh, you know, for Chicago, uh, the second or third week in October, the weather's been unseasonably warm, actually, uh, given the fact that it's been... Uh, you know, flirting with 70 degrees here and there uh, for the past uh, few weeks. So feeling fortunate on my end as well. Uh, Feeling especially fortunate uh, as well, uh, you know, uh, as I'm on the uh, mend after what seemed like uh, the world's most worst case of Asian flu. And uh, you know I let it go for about six days uh as a cold until it uh it, it transformed into something radically different and um so yeah after what fourteen fifteen you know after fifteen days uh this is my first day you know that I'm able to sit up and 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 really uh compile my thoughts and senses man so uh, you know, I, 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 don't know where I picked it up. I, I think I, I did pick it up on in the train. Uh, and that's goodness. Uh, it was tough, dude. It it was real tough to deal with. Uh, and you know, caught just, just taking breaths and, and everything. It, it was, it was tough to deal with. So feeling better, uh, about 80%, I guess. And, uh, definitely on the mend, I suppose. So, uh, Uh, anything weird like that going on down uh in in the southern part of the the u.s uh ice or you know or or am i just kind of isolated here
1: i think you're right on target there i think this is typical again with all you know especially in the midwestern regions of most countries i think you get that um you get the seasonal change and i think you get a lot of people you know who just get that 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 first common cold right out of the gate and and uh no better place to, to get a hold of that in, uh, than public transportation you know what I mean you yeah, you drive man. on these trains and you know that's the worst part about taking public transportation especially at these times of years everybody maybe 65 70 percent of the people on the train are have some kind of goopy little cold so it's yeah, pretty hard to yeah escape. it's pretty hard to escape man you can have that little like hand sanitizer attached to your keychain that shit won't work. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can reload on those all yeah. day long. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's typically uh, that's typically the time of year where everybody gets that first little cold. You know, kids are getting colds from each other. I think that's where it really starts is, you know, these nurseries yeah. or the schools for these young kids. You know, they're they're constantly, you know, bringing home, uh, you know, this, these little colds. And, and then once the parents and everyone gets them, they bring them to work. And next thing you know, we've got about a... You know, hundred thousand people
0: with the freaking cold. You know. Yeah, man, get a fucking pandemic on the on the horizon there. You know. Yeah. But it, uh, dude. Yeah, it was rough, man. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I went to work. Uh, you know, I was out Monday or uh, this past week. I was out Monday, and then I went in Tuesday to the office, and then, uh, you know, I was like, okay, you know, okay, I can kind of do this, and then I went. I went Wednesday to the office. I had a, a few meetings and, uh, by the time I, um, by the time I was done meeting with a client in the early afternoon, I, I was, I was like, I was like, what the hell? And then, so I took a train home and, 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 and by the time I got in, in, you know, inside and, uh, to my bedroom, uh, by the, I, I just fell on the bed and, uh, I stayed there for 14 hours and, uh, Dealt with it again for three, uh, three and a half more days, and uh, <clears throat> it was it was tough, man. Uh, t- it, it was it was tough. So, nevertheless, I'm on the mend. Uh, thanks to uh, a few of you out there on the internet for the uh, warm wishes uh, for for my recovery. Uh, I, I got some. <laughs> I, I got some interesting uh, ideas for remedies. Uh, I don't know, dude. It's 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 kind of funny, uh, you know. Some of the uh, some of the, some of the ideas are, are, are you know complete outrageous. You know, like eat pickles and then dunk them in you know soda can sauce, and you know, and and then you know take two steps backwards. And, so it was uh it, it was yeah i don't know i just i just got plenty of rest uh you know sucked on some robitussin uh and cough drops uh chicken noodle soup and um with lots of garlic and um you know plenty of gatorade and and just kind of uh mowed through it so and you know i'm not a spring chicken anymore either isis so you know uh it takes longer for me to heal and, and you know even even if i pinch my finger i um i'm stuck for a while so um but uh it's it's good to be back on my feet and i'm looking forward to it tomorrow and i'll tell you what Ice, you know what what's even more funnier is the fact that this this last bout that i dealt with sucked so bad that i was uh i wanted to see how i looked before i got on the train and so I took a photo of myself. Uh, it, there's a if if uh, you're ever in Ogilvy uh, down by the French Market uh, in those those uh, restrooms right there, there's some full length mirrors. And so um, yeah, so I stood in front of the full length mirror after washing my hands and uh, took a photo of myself. I'm like, fuck, man, I don't, I, I can't stand the way this jacket looks. This jacket that I have is. It's an old Sean John jacket that I bought like eight or nine years ago, and I've just, you know, it's one of those things. You, it's one of those things you don't think about. I guess living in the north is, you know, your your jacket. You know, you just grab it. It's there, like old old faithful, year after year, month after month. You know, and living here in Chicago, uh, it, it, your jacket just becomes second nature to who you are. And so, I took a photo of myself. I wanted to see how how fucked up i looked with the, the this flu shit that i had and come to find out the thing that i hated the most was this damn jacket that i was wearing so uh right right before the show you know i'm i'm over at uh, Carson's grabbing a new jacket and uh so yeah i'm feeling feel, feeling good i just didn't want to you know be on a train tomorrow wearing that same god forsaken 8 year old jacket you know I, I, look, I look like a fucking hip hop horrio or something so so let me, let me it.
1: get this, let me get this straight. You took a sick, you took a sick self face. You took a sick, sick face selfie in the bathroom. I did, a Sean, man. With a Sean John jacket on. Holy <laughs> shit, man. That's I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and you know, it, it was, it's, it's pitiful. And, uh, it, what's even sadder is I kept the photo and analyzed it for a day before making a decision on whether or not I should buy a, a, another freaking jacket. So sad, it's truly, truly sad. I don't know. Yeah. What do you do, man? You know, you, you, you don't want to go, you, you know, I don't want to start a fresh week going, you know, man, let me start a fresh week with this sick and tired asshole jacket that I've been rocking for eight years. So I'm just like, I've had enough. So I went and, uh, I got a great deal, man. I got I got a great deal at uh, Carson's. I got uh, you know I got a couple of connects over there, and uh, I, I I found a a, a sly little uh, you know Calvin Klein jacket. Uh, you know I'm not really big on all that brand name bullshit, but you know it was pretty nice, man. And it was like a a three hundred dollar jacket, and I got it for like seventy bucks. So I was like, hell yeah. Um, so I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'll take some pictures of my new jacket and. <laughs> as after i'm feeling better who
1: who knows there you man. go uh
0: yeah smiley face selfie <laughs> uh you know and yeah i'm still <clears throat> you know i'm still kind of coughing up a few pieces of lung here but uh it, it's definitely the better parts of the lung this time so um man <sighs> fuck where, where where do you even begin uh and it's been, you know, and and throughout all this craziness, you know, I've been, uh, you know, trying to stay, stay on top of business, uh, stay on top of, uh, you know, what what's going on, and, um, you know, so I was out, <laughs> I was at home, uh, you know, I, on Wednesday afternoon, I spoke to a colleague of mine, and she's like, you know, you've just got to go home and get some sleep, and so I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I really. Think I really need to do that. So I went home and, you know, I, I, I told uh, a few colleagues of mine that I'd be going home for a couple of days. But, uh, you know, I, I slept 14 to 16 hours uh, and I, I didn't really uh, come to until uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, and so I checked my email uh, at work and, uh, it, you know, lo and behold, you know, I have emails like, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> when's the next meeting and all this. And, uh, I'm just like, wow, man, you know, I, I, I guess I didn't, I guess I wasn't, I guess I didn't display the fact that I was, uh, quite ill enough. So, um, I, you know, at, at that point after, uh, you know, being uh, that ill and emailing people going, Hey, you know, I'm pretty ill. Uh, I'll be back in the office Monday. You know, that's when, uh, the emails kind of chilled out and I was just like, wow, man, you know, damn, even when you're sick. Um, but looking forward to, looking forward to jumping back in on in the mix tomorrow, man. Uh, and you know, seeing how things feel and, uh, man, what I, I hope, I hope this, uh, this, whatever the hell I had doesn't go around, uh, too much, but, um, interesting week as always uh in the world of IT and development uh and uh, everything else that uh consists of anything weird on the internet and so uh you know this this past week um Australia uh began a mass new uh data retention law uh and basically uh you know it's it, it it, it's basically more, uh, you know, intrusive government type thing, you know, going on, uh, and, 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 which is to be expected of course, if you, if you've, you know, had your nose out there, uh, recently in the past, Oh God, you know, 10 years, uh, and, and for someone like me, you know, 25 (laughs) to really know what's going on. And, uh, You know, so Australia, you know, basically they they uh, they're keeping pretty much everything, um, and uh, from from the telecommunications industries, from the cable industries, and stuff like that. And uh, they are going to they are mandated to keep the metadata for two years. Uh, uh, It it basically goes to say it covers data on who called or texted whom and for how long, as well as location volume of data exchanged, device information, and email IP data. It also makes it much easier for the authorities to access the records. The new law has caused heated debate among Australians, where some have said the laws are uh, currently an expansion of existing rules on what data can be uh, retained or justified and or justified, but others have raised concerns about the civil liberties or potential flaws in the scheme. Uh, you know, and why was it implemented there's there's a lot of reasons, uh, mostly political, of course. Uh, you've got uh, it, the the bill was in, initially uh, introduced by the Prime Minister Malcolm Tumball uh, and you know he I, I believe he was the communications minister somewhere around in there. So you know he's uh, he was he was sort of the uh, push panel uh, for the law going into effect and, it, it, it really shouldn't be any surprise to anyone that for any reason that your data isn't being retained for uh, future analysis with most governments. So um, why, <clears throat> excuse me, why uh, particularly it made uh, news, you know, in this instance uh, with the knowledge of what's going on out there uh, really sort of, you know, it, 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 I raised my eyebrow, but I was just like, well, fuck, you know, everybody knows that your shit's being watched and, uh, you know, your data's being retained. Uh, so uh, a lot of people are pissed off in Australia about that. Um, you know, it's it's, uh, you know, like anything that in, intrudes into your privacy and uh, in, and into your personal life. Uh, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of lame that governments have that opportunity to see uh, that far into your existence. So, what are you going to use? You're going to encrypt, right? It's because encrypting your shit will keep people uh, and prying eyes away from your stuff. So, since you're uh since since you have your your uh, mobile device or whatever the hell you're listening to our show on opened up what, you know fire up a search engine and search for how to encrypt and safely secure my communications and devices and content and begin a journey down that nice long uh, road until you are able to understand the intricacies of uh, keeping your data safe. And then uh, I think at that point you'll be making some fine and dandy progress. But so that's what's going on in uh, Australia, folks. Um, Ice, any, any feedback on that or, you
1: know, you know kind of no surprise there or uh uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this it it's so funny how you know the U.S. you know years ago was the first one to get shit for all of this, uh, you know, information keeping of the information. Basically, everything you do has a receipt, so be careful of what you do and how you do it. I mean, this is this is the trend for where technology is going here uh, yeah. in the future. So you know that. Australia is not doing anything different than everybody else and everybody else isn't doing anything different in Australia. is But again, you know, <laughs> it just, you got to keep your shit in line and you can't be careless, especially if you're up to no good. I mean, you know, up to no good would be like, Holy shit. You know, you're a young, you're a young gangster and you're selling a bag of weed. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, that, that kind yeah. of shit, you know, that kind of shit you're going to have to be careful with, you know, and, and even if it doesn't get you in trouble, uh, uh, it's, there's still a track record there. So, you know, people, people can analyze, uh, individuals up to a certain point and they can see the kind of person they are, you know, and it, it could hurt or help you, you know, in the future, if you ever do get in trouble with the law or you're sitting there trying yeah. to explain why, you know, you're not the guilty party or whatever. So, you know, I mean, that's just getting crazy into it, but it's, it's pretty, it's, it's that simple. I mean, that's what they're using it for. They're just using it to, to see who's up to what and if somebody's out of control they're they're gonna they're gonna stop them out
0: yeah yeah for sure man and it's 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 to be expected in this this day and age uh with with the amount of uh privacy indiscretions going on so uh certainly if you care about your privacy and um the you know making sure that you're able to uh, understand uh how encryption functions and to keep your communications data uh and 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 as much as you possibly can yeah uh, secure with encryption of course you should check that uh option out uh it sure can't hurt uh you know i'm gonna you know one of one of the things um I, I wanted to uh i wanted to bring up really out of context was uh during my illness, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't watch too much television. Uh, it, during my normal life, I I, I rarely watch television, and uh, I you know this from as a as a matter of fact, and so does everybody else who knows me, and um, you know. So what, while you're ill, however, um, you you know you're you're really too ill to interact with a tablet or a phone or, or a computer or something like that and that's of course how i am when i'm extremely ill in that fashion however um i had uh i, I had my eye you know i ha- i do have a a nice size television and i do have a roku and uh and, and dude i know you still have the roku i sent you somewhere and hopefully you do okay because that 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 was like you know that was a badass roku that I say um so you know i i looked on the roku channel store of course i have a netflix account and a hulu account and all of that stuff but you know it always seems that it always seems or seems has whatever it seems to be or ha- or continues to be some sort of problem for me to find content on these services. I mean, they're great. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, you got the greatest latest movies on there, but you know, I, I'm kind of a product of the eighties. Uh, I grew up in the eighties. Uh, and you know, just for just, you know, if this gives you any kind of idea. I was, um, I was 14 in 1986. And so in, in the eighties, you know, we had, you know, we really didn't have, you know, content and media available to, uh, the way that we have now. And so one of the things that I enjoyed when I was a you know a, a, a child growing up was um uh cable television and one of the services on cable television that I enjoyed was HBO. I mean, who hasn't heard of HBO? And you know, back then uh you could get HBO for free with what what was called a big ugly dish or a bud uh, big ugly satellite dishes, uh, and you could get free HBO. So, long story short, uh, I, I I haven't had cable television with HBO since the '90s, and so you know I'd forgotten all about it. But being ill, I was laid up, uh, <laughs> literally laid up. And uh, I found the HBO Now app uh, on on the Roku Channel Store and, you know, installed it, uh, signed up and all that. And I, I, I fired this app up and literally, man, dude, I get HBO a la carte and it was really cool. It was like it was like everything I remember from when I was a kid, like, you know, like, you know, this month on HBO, you get all of these fucking movies and this, that and the other. And it's and it's made for entertainment it's not it's not made for someone to go sifting through and sorting through data and reading shit it's you know hey here's a here's a badass movie you know hit play and boom and so uh, you know I got into that man and I watched like six or seven movies and before I knew it I was like wow man this is this is pretty fucking rad you know I got HBO a la carte and uh I'm kind of digging it so that's kind of what kept me company over the past, uh, uh, what eight or nine days. And it was, it it was quite, uh, it was quite cool to discover. And so, um, you know, yeah, man, I, I guess I sound like a commercial for HBO, but it was really cool, man. So, uh, yeah, I have, uh, HBO on my, uh, Roku stick, uh, which is just, uh, pretty cool, I think. So man, how technology changes, you know, I remember you used to have to pay like hundreds of dollars for a cable TV subscription and that, you know, you, you, you got, uh, HBO and Cinemax and, and the regular cable channels and this shit would be like $200 a month. when it, And this was when I was a kid back in the eighties. And so I don't, I don't know how much cable costs, but it, 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 it just feels good to watch HBO again on, uh, on my television without being a subscriber to cable television. So I don't know. Maybe I sound weird for talking about it like that, but uh, it, it's pretty, it was pretty, it's pretty fucking cool. It's $15 a month. And uh, I, just, I just thought it was pretty, pretty cool. Check it out. Uh, it's on the Roku channel store and, and a few other devices or some shit like that. So, uh, Straight up, man. It's straight up just like, uh, it's straight up like you're watching HBO, uh, on you know, live. It's not streaming HBO live, but all of the shit on HBO for the month, you know, comedies, you know, sports, all of that shit, it's bam, it's right there as it's happening. So, uh, pretty badass, man. 15 bucks a month. I mean, come on, man. You can't beat that as well, like 50 cents a day or something. And, you know, for. Yeah, when you're laid up with a freaking flu, man, you know, uh, <laughs> it certainly was a, uh, a a game changer for uh, for me uh, and getting some rest and all that. So, yeah, HBO Now app for Roku. Uh, I, and I don't know if it's on other, you know, systems or whatever. You know, I have a Roku and I have a, a television for now. Uh, in other news... And Ice, I think this this will uh, intrigue you uh, a bit because uh, you know I believe we introduced you several shows ago as uh, someone who knows who knows really uh, knows what the fuck they're doing in the trading pits uh, and in uh, financial markets. So uh, basically, uh, it, last week it it was disclosed that a team of Russian hackers. Reportedly, gained illegal access into the servers of the Dow Jones um, of Dow Jones, owner of the Wall Street Journal and other news outlets, and basically took some information uh, specifically uh, about trading tips uh, and other basically a lot of insider trading uh, information. Uh, Basically, the Secret Service is involved as well as the SEC. Uh, the FBI's involved. Uh, there's all kinds of alphabet soups going on with this thing. It's, it's, it's kind of serious. Uh, and, but you know, here we go. Uh, I was tweeting about this about six or seven months ago, basically, uh, that a lot of uh, financial industries uh, were under attack and you can see it clear as day, man. Uh, all you need is something simple as the Norse Uh, attack map, I I mean, if you just want to be, like, general, you know, like, see what the fuck's going on, but you could really see what's going on, and so you could see that shit going on uh, in real time earlier this year, and so I I tweeted about it, and so when I saw it on the news, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, some Russian hackers got into the uh, Dow Jones. I I wasn't surprised, Uh, but recently the Dow Jones disclosed a breach of its systems, uh, putting important financial data, specifically payment, credit card, and contact informations of uh, 3,500 people. Uh, but that was a, basically a smaller breach. They, they, however, were not prepared for the Russians uh, to pay them a visit, and so uh, that's exactly what happened. Uh, but according to uh, a few more sources, that the Dow reports that it was not the first time that something like this happened. Uh, they say that uh, in August, authorities brought charges against a Russian-speaking group of hackers from the Ukraine for compromising market-wired uh, business wire as well as PAR news wire for allegedly stealing about 150,000 press releases and information containing data to predict the movement of the stock market. Now, that's pretty important shit, and Ice, I'd like to see uh, what you have to say about that. Uh, But uh, the group of hackers purportedly generated over a $100 million in trades with the use of unreleased earnings released by various corporations, including uh, big boys like Boeing, uh, Panera, Oracle, Caterpillar, and so on. Uh, so, so uh, what do you what do you think about that, Ice? I mean, that's 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 uh, pretty predictable stuff, especially if you see it in the clear on the uh, on the attack point of the web uh, or the internet, rather these this day and age.
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty interesting. So they get through bloom. So they went through Bloomberg to get some of the financial information, and then base trades off of that. Uh, I mean, the earnings thing is big. I mean, I, you know what what I'm trying to figure out is there must be a delay. And information coming out because Bloomberg sets the tone for that during the day, during the trading days, they'll they'll seek out information and they'll give you like you know a, a banner of of info on depending on what company's doing what the quarterly earnings, whatever may or may not be going on with certain institutions. But what what's uh, interesting here is is these guys are getting they're 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 squeezing this information before it's actually gone public. So. It seems to me like Bloomberg and, and the Dow Jones need to get their shit together uh, and find a better way to, to secure that kind of information. If they're holding on to something like that, and somebody's able to, to take that kind of information and create revenue, you could you think a hundred million dollars is is a lot? You could do a shitload more than that if you have that kind of information. Um, yeah. So that's the scary, yeah. that's the scary problem there. The reason why it wasn't a hundred billion dollars because then you'd be able to. You know, it's easy to squeeze you can hide that trade over multiple trades, but a hundred billion dollars or, you know, something crazy, you'll see yeah. something going on before and you can lock those trades away and you can you can freeze those accounts. But yeah, I don't this is bad news. I mean that's you know, they, they they've got issues here. Um yeah, yeah. this is this is a problem that won't go away, that's for sure.
0: You know, you know what's interesting, man, is I did a pen test for a company over uh, in the CME uh, I believe it was around show one or two uh, back <laughs> back when I did started show one or two, uh, but it was back in the summertime. I did a, pen- a penetration test for a company over at the CME, and literally, man, I got uh, I got into the server room. It was a highly secure uh, bi- biomed biometrical access uh, server room uh, in-, in one of the trading brokerage firms at the CME, and I got in with a. A styrofoam cup and a paperclip, and it was uh, quite comical. And and uh, you know, while I was, uh, you know, while I was, you know, trying to maintain a level of professionalism after the uh, exercise, it, it was still rather comical. And so, uh, the the uh, the chair of the brokerage house, nevertheless, uh, bought me a nice lunch that day. So, uh, and you know, I don't I don't think we're going to see uh, an end to something like this. I I think not only does it provide uh, a lot of intrigue for someone who is sophisticated in their hacking abilities, especially uh, as I've mentioned before on the show. To where you know, when you're a bored teenager in the middle of the fucking Ukraine and you have no potential positive job outlook, uh, that's the kind of shit that you're going to wind up do. Uh, you know, and so uh, maybe maybe it's maybe it's time that people take take a little bit more uh, and, and look into how to. Look into creating some sort of global uh, a, a global a global scalable economy that people can live properly from from a, a web browser uh, and maybe generate some ideas from that. I, I think that would uh, evenly distribute uh, the amount of wealth that people are able to uh, uh, acquire uh, working, you know so-called web design developer, uh, builder, software, tinkerer positions. And so, you know, if we're able to somehow distribute some of that wealth to some of these misfortunate uh, but very intelligent uh, hackers in in those type of areas, I think that'd be something uh, positive. And uh, if if anyone has any ideas on something like that, I'd sure like to uh, get your point of view on how we could get uh, people in these type of areas on 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 the main grid to where they're able to earn an, an honest buck doing uh something with positive with their skills uh rather than uh you know doing things that uh never really uh hold uh, a long-lasting future for so i i knew a, i knew you know i knew a couple people over there uh at the uh the the trading uh pits over there and uh some of those guys are kind of funny but so one one of those guys yeah I, I, I don't know I, I, maybe maybe later down the line we'll talk about that guy ice I'm sure you know who I'm talking about but
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the other thing too, for Bloomberg you got to pay too I think a uh, certain fee to have Bloomberg feeds um you know I don't know what the going rate is these days for it but I know you got to pay yeah to get yeah. Yeah. Folks, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah and and you know I think uh, I think I knew a, a few people over at uh some of the other companies and uh they you know they do and it's kind of where i was inspired to start this show uh i met a few people uh ralph hayward who was the director of media uh at one point or another over there at uh the cme he he actually is like man dude you should start a show so here i am uh but that's that's scary that's 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 really scary uh yeah, and, and I'm not laughing at that. Uh, basically, uh, as I move along with the show, I, I pretty much pick what I'm going to talk about uh, on the show. So, uh, really, <coughs> what uh, the the next thing that uh, I'm I'm going to uh, talk about is it. It's it, to me, I don't know I don't know how you want to look at it. it it's it It's so ridiculous, you just have to laugh, but it's not a laughing matter, so to speak and uh so the how do I even begin this? Where do I even begin uh, live streaming Florida woman charged with drunk driving uh drunken drivers are often caught weaving down a street in their cars or running stop signs, but the police in a Florida town have found a new way to track down a suspected drunk driver. The police in Lakeland, Florida, said in a statement that 911 dispatchers started receiving calls Saturday from viewers who were watching a woman broadcasting herself while apparently driving drunk using the live streaming app Periscope.
1: Oh my goodness gracious. Goodness gracious is all I can say about this. Holy shit! Disp- <laughs> Despite the... This is just as bad as those, those, the couple that robbed the bank and they showed the money on Facebook. Holy shit, man. <laughs>
0: Despite the tip being generated in the virtual world, it did take some time for some uh, traditional police sleuthing to find the woman and ultimately arrest her and charge her. The, wo- the woman identified by police as Whitney Marie Beal, 23, first invited her viewers to follow her as she went bar hopping in downtown Lakeland, according to police reports. At first, the police statement said after she got behind the wheel, two viewers sent her text messages telling her to pull over before she killed herself or someone else. One caller who was watching told police that the woman was driving in the North Lakeland area as he watched. According to the police statement, she said she was drunk and lost... (laughs) She said she was drunk and lost and had a flat tire, but the video feed was uh, sporadic and the caller was unable to tell the police exactly what type of vehicle the woman was driving. During the entire event, published by WFTV WFT, in Orlando, Florida, missed the entire event. Yeah, that's
1: miss, WFTV, <laughs> that's exactly right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Beale re- repeatedly said that she was drunk and appeared to be asking viewers for directions. She noticed that there were at least fifty-seven people watching and asked, "So where am I right now, people?" Officers in La- <laughs> officers in Lakeland are not provided with access to Periscope through the department, so the police had to use. But one officer, luckily enough, uh, had his. Uh, smartphone with him and was able to log on as officers pulled her over in her 2015 Toyota Corolla which already had a right front flat tire and damaged rim uh, she ran into a curb she failed a roadside sobriety test and was ultimately charged with drunk driving the police statement uh, went on to say uh you know <sighs>
1: You're, you're, whatever you're going to say, they're not going to agree. These kids these days need to be live, live, live. They want to take a picture of them taking a dump. They want to take a picture of them jumping off a building. They want to take a picture of everything. Everything's got to be like now, 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 live, 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 all friends, all day, every day. So this is, this <laughs> is the world we live in now. This is it. This is what social is. media is doing. For. Yeah, these kids, they just want to display everything. I mean, God forbid they're they're having just a meal at McDonald's. There'll be fifty Snapchats of of them eating a cheeseburger at McDonald's. I mean, who the it, fuck cares about eating a cheeseburger at McDonald's? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, you know,
0: I'm I'm you know I uh, I I I I'm I'm literally, absolutely. 100% without a doubt in disbelief reading that. I never thought that anyone could be so uh, so irresponsible to do something like that. And hopefully uh, none of our listeners are like that because that's just completely fucking irresponsible. And, and not only is it irresponsible, you're putting other people's lives at risk. So I hope they throw the book at her, and uh, I certainly hope that uh, she is is certainly shamed and, and performs a, a great number of community hours, uh, just because of that stupid stunt. And hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, she she will be banned from carrying a smartphone. You know they do offer uh, those clam phones, ice, and I've been checking those out, man. You know I'm, I'm kind of tired of a smartphone, man, and maybe this is what this young lady needs is a, is an old fashioned clam phone or or even a modern uh, even even or one of the jitterbug phones. Who knows? But
1: that's sad. it, man. No, you know what? These kids. I think that the, the the rule should be for kids under eighteen, no smartphones <laughs> for these kids. Because you know what? On top of it, let's just look at some other weird instances. You got a lot of fucking whacked out people out here, and you got young kids constantly chatting where they are, you know, for yeah, instance, yeah. Facebook, you know, you go and you go and take a dump at the Starbucks. The, yeah, the Facebook that. the Facebook app will say, "Listen, just took a dump at uh, this uh, Starbucks located on this street <laughs> in this town." You know what I mean?
0: So yeah, like now yeah, now, yeah. now
1: everybody's over there taking a dump now. So <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's just crazy, and and the funny thing is, is. no one the, the people won't learn. These kids won't learn from this shit. There'll be somebody else that'll one upper and do something even more stupid uh, with the yeah. uh, smartphones. So, you know, it, it's just an ongoing. This is the the comic, the comedy of the uh, of the uh, smartphone world. I uh, I guess you know this is what we get to look forward to: crazy stories yeah. like this. Yeah, and you know, I I uh,
0: you know I. It's not worth it, man. I mean, you know, now because, you know, she now this 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 young lady uh, and I, I, I do not feel sorry for her one fucking bit. Uh, but now this lady's future, this young lady's future is uh, is is fucked, man. I mean, uh, she, you know, h- how can you uh, sweep something like that under the rug? Usually in Florida, you can sweep uh, a felony conviction under the rug if you know the right people and, and pay the uh, right people off. But uh, again, that's uh, yeah, it's a shame that,
1: when you're it's when yeah. you're at that age. You're 23 years old. This is the world is just beginning. You know life why, yeah. why throw why throw away all your future opportunities away in one evening of ignorance, running around having a, a pub crawl on live TV? Yeah, yeah,
0: and you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully this young uh, this this young lady will certainly learn a lesson. Uh, and you know, Jesus Christ, you know, I, I. I it, it's it, I, I just don't know what what the, what the fuck some 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 people are thinking and and to get uh, to get views or, or to you know use your your app I I don't think there was proper education uh, somewhere along the line uh, with this young lady and so hopefully it gets better for her uh, I I can only hope uh you know yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, So coming up soon, uh, October 19th through the 21st in Dublin, Ireland, we have the World Congress on Internet Security coming up. Uh, There is a website. It's called worldcis.org. Basically, the World Congress on Internet Security is a technical co-sponsored event by IEEE. Okay, I added a few extra E's on there. I wanted to do that, man. Didn't that sound cool? uh and you <clears throat> yeah see it sounded like I was skipping a record there uh and it basically the world cis is an international reference conference dedicated to the advancements of theory and practical implementation of security on the internet and computer networks it's educational and informative and enlightening the inability to properly secure the internet, computer networks, protecting the internet against emerging threats and vulnerabilities, and sustaining privacy and trust has been a key focus of research. The world CIS aims to provide a highly professional and competitive competitive or comparative academic research forum that promotes collaborative excellence between academics and industry. Something to really check out if if you have the free time. Um, and and uh between october the 19th and the 21st uh, i believe that would be uh tomorrow and that's in dublin ireland there's all kinds of shit online about it you can check it out there's a lot of cool shit that they cover uh, you, you really should check out the website it's worldcis.org and you uh if, if you have the opportunity to get out to dublin uh you should really check that shit out uh there are some important dates and papers going on there as well, so uh just be sure to check it out. I know I keep talking about the fucking raspberry Pi. I know I do I love it you know i see you've seen my you see me work my magic with raspberry with raspberry pies and and uh, you also see you you also helped me bring one of my dreams to for to fruition uh, several years ago when we built that supercomputer together. Um, and uh, one of the things that I, I still uh, have a soft spot for in my heart is the Raspberry Pi, and I think it's just such an awesome little uh, computer that you can just do anything with. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, what what um. And it's sort of alluding to is that the Raspberry Pi has a seven inch touch screen display. And it's so freaking cool. And it's so freaking easy. And it's so freaking cool. Did I mention it was so freaking cool? It's the Raspberry Pi seven inch touch screen display. You can get it anywhere on the web for about 60 or 70 bucks. Uh, I, I've seen them as low as uh, $59. Uh, Basically, you get uh, the touch screen display for your Raspberry Pi. If you don't don't know what a Raspberry Pi is, uh, by the way, a Raspberry Pi is a $35 little computer that is basically a full uh, full operational computer uh, that runs a stripped-down version of Linux. Uh, You can check that out as well. You can search the uh, Internet for what a Raspberry Pi is if you... Are not familiar with them. So, what I'm talking about is the touch screen that goes that has just been recently released for these little, uh, dandy computers. And ice. these things are fucking badass. You, I know you remember, uh, that when we, when we were fucking around with Raspberry Pis, uh, several years ago. And, and now these things have, uh, uh, touch screen displays that you can just, you know, at, tack onto the pie and put that in, uh, in some sort of enclosure or uh, a gym bag or your underwear or a pizza box or whatever and you've got a full-blown computer at your disposal and so uh, it, it's it's super cool and you can do amazing things with this and I was actually thinking about putting one uh, in my uh, in the executive bathroom uh, but I don't know I may make a call on that Uh <laughs> You know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, I need I need something. I need something, something somewhere to work a project with. And uh, I I don't know about you, man, but I'm not one of those dudes that uh, takes my phone to the restroom with me. I, I'll I'm just just not my cup of tea. So check it out. It's the <laughs> TMI Raspberry Pi seven-inch touchscreen display. It's badass. Well,
1: let me get this straight. It's fifty bucks. For the well, well, I thought they were a little more expensive uh, for the touchscreen and everything. But I mean, I get it, you, what's the round trip on this whole deal here for the raspberry you, you, and the touchscreen? Do you have a price on that?
0: Well, uh, you can go to uh, like Adafruit or something like that, and there's there's plenty of sites to where you can kind of uh, you know piecemeal the the parts, the best parts at the best prices from the best supplier. And uh, I I was kind of mulling around. Uh, about you know, right before I became uh goddamned ill, uh, and I've, I, you know, I, I put it together for like ninety eight dollars, and so it wasn't too bad, you know, it was uh, it, but I mean, and and dude, it, this it this comes with a fucking, it's a touch screen display, it's 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 a full blown computer, so, you know, you tack yeah and the way i see shit you know you hook this hook this fucker up to a couple lantern batteries throw it behind a wall with a wi-fi connection and you can wreak havoc on god knows what so uh yeah but again you know for consistency's sake and the the fact that we're doing a semi-legal show here i I would say that you know it'd be something to cool to put in like a wall for some sort of controlling device or
1: something like that you can compare you can compare it to the a lot of the palm devices that are out there i mean one an ipad or ipod right. or whatever those, those things aren't cheap man no 250 bucks you know 250 300 five hundred dollars you know what i mean mm-hmm. for this thing yeah. you know it's, it's the same scenario right and it's a 100 bucks you're saying you know you can get one for 100 bucks i don't see yeah, how and- you could go from there
0: yeah, exactly, and and the 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 value the, the the value. It's only a fucking commercial. The the value that this thing provides is unparalleled because again, it's a it's it's a fully functional, fully operational, fully everything computer uh, that you can do just about anything with. And the the primary language, of course, for the uh, Raspberry operating system, I believe, is Python, is one of, one of the main core. Programming languages for that uh, particular device, and you know, of course, with Python, you can just do some amazing things. And uh, a lot of people have considered home automation projects, controlling the lights, the temperature, and stuff like that. And and of course, it it does sound like a it does it does present itself with a great opportunity to get involved with something like that. So, but yeah, you know, with uh,
1: you can save money there just like this on a home entertainment setup where you're. You can dim the lights, or shit, you could probably turn on the friggin' sprinklers with the damn thing, you know what I mean? I mean, they've got apps for that shit, but, you know, you can do pretty much, it's a pretty badass idea. I mean, they're they're a pretty darn uh, cool invention.
0: Yeah, and, you know, know, you're not stuck in the Android environment, or you don't have to buy the, the latest slick dick iOS device. Uh, you know, you can build your own shit. You can manage your own shit. Uh, you can set up your own little neural network or neuro node or whatever you want to call it. And you know, you can you can really get creative with it. And uh, since the development and the, the the operating system and the development environment are uh, truly open source, uh, you you can source your own talents in, in, into whatever direction that you choose. So check that shit out for sure, man. And it's all over the internet. You can uh, it's the touchscreen for the Raspberry Pi and the raspberry pi again and uh that you you can get project cases and 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 i wouldn't be surprised if someone has already made a case for that shit so check it out and uh, i mean really what a value Uh, and if if uh if you're like me you know you 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 certainly want to make your dollars stretch uh brother that's that's about that's all that's all i really got uh i wanted to again thank everybody for tuning into the show hopefully we're getting better in, in every aspect uh with this you know i i think i think we you know we we put we put a little work into the show now and trying to bring together something uh unique and informative and so thank you for your feedback uh, from everybody, from the uh, from Twitter to the archives to, uh, we had someone uh, created a, a, They made a Facebook page for us, so uh, you know I don't know I, I'm not you know I, I'm not really into Facebook, uh, so if that's their thing, great. But uh, the only place I am at is on Twitter, and that's at Twitter.com forward slash gummo g-u-m-m-o x-x-x. And uh, I'm also at a little website called Hackers, hackers.xxx. And somewhere on the archives, archives.org, something gummo, I don't know. But this is uh, Transmit, and we are, uh, we are certainly trying to get better in every regard. And your input matters. If you have, if you have uh, some suggestions or even a complaint or you want to bitch about something, uh, please, you know, lodge it. Let us know. Uh, we are working on, uh, doing the whole live caller in thing. Uh, but again, that, that's, that call has been left up to me. And right now, uh, still feel like we're kind of getting the, uh, format of the show down and hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, so that's, that's all I'm bringing to the table, my brother. Uh, and I, I, certainly have, uh, enjoyed our, our little chat this evening, uh, on this show and hopefully, uh, the weather will be kind to you in the week ahead until our next uh, journey into Hacker Neverland. And um, yeah, man, it, uh, how, it now has it been raining down there, ice, or has it been uh, pretty warm, steady? What's 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 going on? The El Nino thing going on? What?
1: You know, yeah, right. There's always some El Nino going on. Um, <laughs> it's just you know, you get a lot of a uh, lot of dust. Storms. You get a lot of, um, you know, is it the weather? The the system is starting to slow up a little bit. It's not as hot anymore. You know, you, you go from your upper 100 to your mid 80s, um, during the day and you get it, you're hanging in the sixties mid to upper sixties at night. Uh, so it's quite pleasant now. I mean, this is, this is the time of year where everybody gets excited and they're all out and about and it really becomes like our summer so to speak so we're kind of inverse nice. to, the, to the whole like hey it's, it's winter time now it's not really winter time <laughs> for us it's like it's like spring time for us so oh, um, oh, oh. Um, i'm jealous yeah, so, I'm so it's, jealous uh, yeah you know I, I can't i can't i can't you know i, I can't say anything bad about the weather uh, I think it's been fantastic. Uh, oh, man it's,
0: it's, so jealous brother
1: well i miss and, uh, you uh, only complaint i guess i have so i have one complaint I wish the what sun
0: would that? stay up long I was that. I, yeah, I bitch about that all the time, too. But uh, m- missing you here in the uh, gangster's paradise, my brother, nevertheless. And, uh, again, thanks for joining me on the show. Hopefully I can get you back on next week as well. Uh, again, everybody, thanks for tuning in to transmit this. This is show 11. It's in the fucking bag. Crash, please feel free to play the outro, sir. We will see you guys next week on Transmit. Again, thank you. Uh, this it's been uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been uh, your host Gummo and your co-host Ice. We're dropping it to you every Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central. You can catch us on all kinds of fucked up radio stations across Europe this time of night. Uh, this is Gummo. This is Ice, or this is Gummo. That's Ice. And uh, we're out of here until uh, next week's show. Take it easy.